The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now, many elections are being held across the UK today, including elections for all London borough councils and for all local authorities in Scotland and Wales. Most seats in England were last up for election in 2018 and Scotland and Wales in 2017. The Northern Ireland Assembly election is also occurring today, as well as the election for the Mayor of South Yorkshire, along with six other local authority mayors. And to help us make sense of all these elections happening today, we've got Shout Radio's chief news correspondent, Alan Marsh, here with us in the studio. Good afternoon, Alan. How'd you do? Um, very well, thanks. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Now, I know we're not allowed to talk about who's going to win, but do you think we're going to win Eurovision next week? Well, we've got a good song, a good singer. Um, mm. I think we've got a good chance. Yeah, I think so too, but you never know. We'll probably still come last, even with a great song. Neil <laughs> Yeah. So, of course, we've got all these elections occurring today. Let's start with the English elections. Where are they taking place? Obviously in England, but not everywhere, right? Yeah, so they are taking place in England, but not not all areas. Um, There's about 4,360 seats up for grabs, okay? Now, that's out of 146 councils that the elections are taking place in as well. And there's a handful of some mayoral seats, but also some seats on 1,000 parish councils as well. Yeah, and what do these local councils actually do? Well, um, I mean, some would say nothing, but uh, <laughs> realistically, they're responsible for many of the public services. So, fixing the potholes on the road, or again, some would say that they're never really fixed, are they? Collecting rubbish, providing libraries, planning applications, providing care for the elderly and disabled, and of course, my favourite, and I think one of the most important jobs in the country, is how often your bins are collected. Yes, absolutely. That's probably what a lot of people picture, don't they? is one of the pressing issues of this campaign so far. Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, last year with the whole Jackie Weaver thing, we've heard about parish councils, but there are all sorts of different councils, aren't there? There's parish councils, district, county, unitary authorities. What are actually the difference 
between those different authorities. Yeah, I mean, it, it's quite easy to get confused. I think we start at the smallest uh, yeah. area. That's your town or your parish council. That's the smallest type, okay? So they, they would really be responsible for things like allotments or play areas, you know, those kind of things. And then you've got your district councils just above. They would be responsible for the bin collection or parks or local planning. And all the other services are provided by a county council, okay? So that would be across the whole county, like road maintenance, schools, libraries. But the biggest type would be a unitary authority, okay? And it's a bit different. So that type of council provides all government services. So that would include housing as well. Um, yeah. It can actually depend on what's available below. You know, some, some areas you might have a really small town, but they're so small they don't have their own town council. They're just kind of linked to one nearby. Yeah. And how does that actually work? I mean, can two places have maybe more than one type? You've got one for the town and then one for the overall county. Yeah. If you think of it like uh, Russian dolls, you've got your parish councils at the bottom and then next district councils the bigger doll on top of that county council and then unitary authority so it's kind of like you know the all slots in it's like not so dissimilar to the national system with the Scottish government UK government used to be you know UK parliament as well uh, sorry EU parliament <laughs> obviously I've mentioned the UK just different ways but they all kind of slot into each other so yeah and why are these elections so important I mean a lot of people might actually not bother voting because it's not a general election so why do they matter so much? Yeah, well, I mean, in these elections, they do get the lowest turnout out of all the, the elections we have. You know, people are less inclined to vote for it. To be honest, I don't really know why, because they're the most local, so you see the changes happening a bit easier. You can meet your representatives a lot easier. But the thing is, these elections give voters the chance to say what's going on locally, you know, right on the doorstep. And small things, things like the rising cost of living, you, you know, war in Ukraine, they might be on voters' minds with national and international matters when they vote for these parties but at the same time you know local matters like contentious planning decisions the state of the roads or even as i say the biggest issue of this campaign has been about bin collection you know yeah. that can just play as big a role as you know in the general election bin collections are never never discussed are they you know? no that would be weird and in a weird way these elections are sort of more important than a general election because the decisions that a councillor making have more of an impact than the decisions the government make. Of course, the decisions the government make do have a big impact. It's not as day-to-day as a council, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And we're talking about the English council elections here, of course. We'll come to Scotland and Wales in a second. But who can vote in these English elections? Yeah, so in England, you have to be over 18 on the day of the election, okay? You need to be registered at an address in the area, so you'd have to live in England, but also in one of the council areas that the votes take place. You have to be a British or an Irish or an EU or an eligible Commonwealth citizen, okay? And if you're thinking, oh, these criteria apply to me, well, I'm afraid if you're legally excluded from voting, that would disqualify you again as well. So prisoners, and particularly even prisoners that it was to do with some kind of vote of fraud that they were in prison for and now no longer prisoners, they still might not be eligible to vote as well. The other thing, though, you said, you know, how can they vote? Three ways, okay? So you can go to your polling station, quite simple, by a postal vote. So you would send it in a few weeks before the election by post. 
or you can actually nominate someone to vote for you and that's called a proxy you can even do that at the last minute if something happens an emergency there's an emergency proxy that you can arrange to do that as well you have to trust the person to do it though you know you wouldn't just get anyone to do that and how are the winners actually chosen so with the council elections you've got one vote for each seat in your area okay in most cases that would mean one opportunity to vote but if you live in a larger ward you might have several seats you'd get more opportunities to vote i think it's called first past the post so whoever wins the most votes wins the seat if one person wins more than half of the council seats has got control of the council and pretty simply you know if no one has a majority then you might have a coalition or minority administration a different voting system is used for mayoral elections though so you need to read the instructions on your ballot paper carefully if that's the that's the thing and if you want to look this up you can look it up online there's plenty of sources for the voting systems that are used across the uk yeah and moving on to the scottish council elections here again what are we actually voting for is it slightly different to england yep so there'll be slightly different things that councils are in control of in england compared to scotland and the levels of councils that are in england aren't really there so in simplicity for scotland you vote for your councillors they represent you on the council and the public services that they're in charge of are things like education social care housing waste management local roads and public transport or leisure cultural services even your local library and they can actually set their own council tax through the council but most of the financing comes from the Scottish government in a centralised way and who can vote in these because in Scotland the voting age is a little bit younger right yep so it's actually 16 wow if you're 16 or over then you can vote and again if you've been legally excluded from voting then you won't be eligible just for some clarification you have to be serving a prison sentence of longer than 12 months to be legally excluded. So prisoners within the first year can still vote if that's all the prison sentence is going up to. And again, you need to be a British or Irish or citizen of another country living in Scotland that's got permission to stay or enter the UK, okay? Or who doesn't need permission, obviously. But if you are a citizen, even if you're British, living overseas, you're not allowed to vote in the Scottish Council elections. Mm. And how do we vote? Is the voting system a little bit different to England? Absolutely. So Mm. the wards are a bit bigger. So every council has some smaller areas. Those are the wards. And it's between one and five councillors you're electing, Okay, But unlike any other election in Scotland, you vote with numbers instead of putting an X. Okay, So you're given your ballot paper and it gives you a list of the candidates. And then you need to rank them. One, two, three, four, five, six, and so on. Okay, You don't need to rank every candidate, though. If you just want the one person and no one else you like, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just put one. That's all you need to do. But you rank them in order, and it's under the STV system. And that's not Scottish television. <laughs> it's single transferable vote, okay? So the councillors are elected, and there's a formula for it, okay? And again, you can look that up online if you're really that interested in it. Yes. And as well, another point, if there are six candidates and you only want to give a number to five of them, you can do that, right? Absolutely, yeah. Just one, two, three, four, five. The point being that the argument made is under the first-past-the-post system. It would just be whoever got the most votes. However, it doesn't really work in terms of getting a representative because, say, 51% of people in that ward voted for one party and they gave all the seats to that party. 49% of that ward are not happy. So STV is a way of getting a more balanced option for what people have voted for. And it works pretty well on a local level. And this question is relevant to all the elections happening today. Where can we find our nearest polling station? Well, if you check your polling card that came through the door, that will tell you or you can go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.wheredoivote.co.uk and type in your postcode and do we need our polling cards or ID to vote because there's been talk of the government bringing that in hasn't there so there's been talk of bringing voter ID to elections as yet that hasn't happened the Scottish government are not in favour of such a move so it may be a situation that for UK elections you need to present it in Scottish you don't just the same as there are different rules in terms of voting eligibility but just now in the elections in the UK no need for any of that yeah and of course it's not too late to vote you've still got six and a bit hours absolutely and when will we know the results for these elections so your counting is going to begin between about eight to half past nine tomorrow morning because it's the morning after the election that's Friday that's tomorrow the 6th of May and we should know the results tomorrow as well so it's an electronic system to count them okay so it's quite quick and as I say turnout's low on these kind of votes so we should expect it to be a bit quicker than our elections. And what were the results last time by the way? So you might remember the last time we had a council election local election was the 4th of May 2017 with the SNP, that's the Scottish National Party remaining as the largest party across the country and they won 32% of the first preference votes so when people voted 32% of them put them as number one. Now, the SNP also replaced Labour as the largest party in Glasgow and Edinburgh, 
That was the first time it had control of either of those cities, okay? We noticed an increase of the votes for Conservatives and the number of their seats across the country in some areas where they hadn't really done as well before, and this seemed to be due to a reduction in votes for Labour. The results meant that no single party, though, had a majority of seats in any of the mainland councils, so most of them were run by a coalition or a minority administration. Yeah. And are there any big issues this time? Yeah, so big issues could be community issues, you know, so your local services, delivery of the bins, police on a local community level, the council have to work with the police, and despite them being centralised, they do have to work in that capacity. Schools, a bit of work on hospitals, but not as much. Then you've got your national factors, you know, is Partygate or the war in Ukraine, are these things going to affect people when they go to the ballot paper? Potentially it might. And money as well, so the cost of living crisis that's being spoken about just now, you know, there's all kinds of issues with money that affect the way people vote, especially as I say that councils can set their own council tax, so they may choose vote based on things like that as well. Yeah. It's interesting because of course the war in Ukraine and Partygate hasn't really got much to do with what you vote for in the council elections. So what's the reason behind that being such a big thing? There's not a direct link, but people tend to view, despite the fact that it's not meant to be, but people tend to view quite a kind of loyalty with the party they support or an Mm. almost anti-loyalty with the party they're against. It's thought that perhaps those who are in favour of the way the government is just now tend to vote for them in every election that comes up and those who aren't tend to vote against them. So why there's no direct link with the council elections, it certainly will influence the way that some people vote. You know, and some people vote for the same party for decades, regardless. You know, but it's the swing voters that really swing these elections. It's not the ones who have remained loyal to their parties for decades. Yes, and we're going to go for the Northern Ireland Assembly election, and then we'll do Wales in a second. What do the Northern Ireland Assembly actually do? So while they're in operation, because they have been suspended for a long time. You know, they're responsible for quite a lot of services in Northern Ireland. So justice, policing, health, education, housing and the environment. Now, the UK government is still responsible for things like income tax, foreign affairs and defence. Those are called reserve matters. And in Northern Ireland, the things that they're in control of are called devolved matters. Okay. The other thing as well is that five members of the Legislative Assembly are elected to represent each of the 18 Assembly constituencies. And that's using a system of proportional representation called STV so the same system that's used in the council in Scotland but just applied a slightly different way. Yeah and why is it that Scotland and Wales get their own parliament but Northern Ireland just get a quick head count followed by singing Morning Has Broken? (laughs) Yes well we certainly did have assemblies like that when I was in school but it's more of a technicality in terms of the way that the Scottish government you know used to be called the Scottish Executive when it was renamed when Wales used to have the Welsh Assembly as well. There's not a massive difference in terms of operation. It's mainly just the name. It doesn't actually resemble much. Yes. And talking of Wales, let's go on to them. This isn't for the Senate. This is for their council elections. Of course, they had 
had their Senate elections last year, just like Scotland did for their Parliament. Will the results be relatively similar to the elections last year, do you think? There is just no way of knowing. Mm. Um, We just have to wait and see. These local elections are the first for, as you say, for a year. We just have to wait and see what the situation has been. Quite a lot has changed in the past year, so we'll just have to wait and find out. Yeah. So, of course, for the Welsh elections, what are the Welsh councils? Well, there's 22 Welsh councils. So Mm. when you look at number of seats, that's about 1,234 seats. And the 762 wards, that's the smaller areas of seats up for grabs. So sometimes, again, the wards might have one councillor, but some have maybe two or more. Not as many as in Scotland, because as you can see, there's 762 wards in the 1,200-odd seats. So it doesn't divide quite as well. However, the councillors can't pass their own laws, as as common, but they can make decisions about local services as well. So, again, they decide how much money is raised in council tax as well. And what's at stake this year? Well, you know, Labour are hoping to make up some lost ground. They did lose about 100 councillors in the last local elections, that was in 2017, but they did remain quite dominant with control of several authorities. Conservatives are probably hoping to increase their gains. They gained about 80 seats, and it will be seen as a test of Boris Johnson's government because this is the first local election in Wales since he became Prime Minister and we've had plenty of difficult headlines in the war in Ukraine. They do have control of a majority of one councillor, so Monmouth chair. That will be an interesting place to keep an eye on just to see how things stay there. The other party, though, is Plaid Cymru. They have a majority in Gwynedd. They want to build up on modest gains in 2017, so they want to make up a lockdown. That is the party calling for Welsh independence. You've also got the Welsh Liberal Democrats, and again, they lost out last time, so they're hoping to gain some ground. But the interesting thing about Wales is that there are more independent candidates, so they're quite a big factor. The second largest group of candidates last time. Yeah. And just finishing quickly with the London Borough Council elections, what do they do? Is that the same as the other councils? Pretty similar. They look after all the local council services, so schools, roads, bin collections, public housing, social care, that kind of thing. Great. Well, Alan, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great Great to have you here to clear up all the facts. Great to be here. Cheerio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.